Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges. We're in chapter 21, looking at verses 4 through 7, read from the New King James Version. The 11 tribes almost annihilated their brother, the tribe of Benjamin. So they're trying to figure out how are we going to get wives for these, for these uh, the men who survived the battle. So let's listen to verses 4 through 7, read from the New King James Version, and we're in Judges chapter 21. So it was on the next morning that the people rose early and built an altar there and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. The children of Israel said, Who is there among all the tribes of Israel who did not come up with the assembly to the Lord? For they had made a great oath concerning anyone who had not come up to the Lord at Mizpah, saying, He shall surely be put to death. And the children of Israel grieved for Benjamin their brother, and said, One tribe is cut off from Israel today. What shall we do for wives for those who remain? seeing we have sworn by the Lord that we will not give them our daughters as wives. Again, Judges 21, verses 4 through 7, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back to share uh, insights and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. Again, that's Judges chapter 21 verses 4 through 7 read from the New King James Version. This um, section is the children of Israel. They've made another oath that is, you know, it says that they're going to put anyone to death who didn't come to the assembly of the Lord. So here's another oath that's going to cause a lot of destruction and in their zeal to uh, bring justice to the tribe of Benjamin and to the uh, wicked men in Gibeah who raped and killed the uh, concubine of the Levites. They were overzealous in that they wiped out an entire city except for the few men who uh, hid at the um, in the rocks of Ramon. So let's listen to the commentaries to figure out what they've come up with. The Israelites interrupt their mourning for Benjamin to confront another issue. And it's another one that they brought up, that they created themselves. Apparently, when the Levite of the incident described in chapter 19, chapter 19 sent the pieces of his dead concubine throughout Israel, the enraged Israelites threatened any city that failed to respond 
to the call for justice with death. So here they have another oath that's going to cause problems. And then it says they want to know, so who is there among us, us of all the tribes who did not come to the assembly to the um, come up with the assembly to the Lord? And whoever that tribe is, whoever these tribes are, we will surely put them to death. So here again, Israel made an oath that was uh, seems right. Again, they're doing what's right in their own eyes. So it seemed right at the time, but it's actually quite horrible because they decided to slaughter a whole city of Israel, a city that refused to join with Israel in a fight against Benjamin. This was doing one bad thing to make up for another. Israel instead should have repented of the foolish oath made at Mizpah, and they should have agreed to give their daughters as wives to the men of the tribe of, of Benjamin and renounce the foolish vows that they made in uh, chapter 21. Uh, first vow that they wouldn't allow their, their daughters to marry anyone from the tribe of Benjamin. And now this second vow, this oath that they made prior to that one is that they were put to death anyone who did not come to the assembly of God. So we have to think about the things, the, the curses, the oaths that, uh, that we swear. What are we saying? What are we, um, what are we, I guess, trying to prove by making these kind of oath, kinds of oaths that, you know, you get, you make them, you know, like I said, I promise if I, if such and such happens, I'm going to do this. And it could be something horrible or it could be something not too bad. But, you know, we have to think about the words that come out of my, our mouths that we don't want them to come back and hurt anyone as these oaths have done in this chapter. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we study your word. Thank you for uh, the picture of your children going to your house for counsel, with going to your house with their doubts, going to your house with their cares and concerns and their sorrows. And Father, we thank you that just as they did, just as so can we, we can come to your throne, to your house, with our doubts, our concerns, our cares, our sorrows. We can seek counsel from uh, the men and women of God that you've placed to, there in, in our um, churches and synagogues and houses of worship. Father, we thank you for that. And Father, we thank you that we can come to you with joy and with our praise, just as we can um, with our sorrows. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. We're praying for those who are in um, situations that are out of their, beyond their control, because it, out of their control, is still in your control, especially if they're of the household of faith. So we're praying that those who don't know Jesus uh, as their Lord and Savior, 
and to accept him right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your son who died for our sins. Praying for those who need you in whatever the ways they need you could be for um, the list is so long. I can't even, you know, think about it. <laughs> I can think about it, but I can't articulate it. But God, you know what all the needs are. And we thanking you in advance for answered prayer. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.